0: everyone welcome back to the podcast and happy saturday to you or whenever it is that you're listening to this i'm evelyn and this is my podcast life over matter and it is exactly what it sounds like it is living life on top of all the matters that are put in front of us every day it is actually a answer to a new year's resolution that i formed two years ago and i figured if i was going to be doing all these things to polish myself Why not take everybody with me for the wins and the losses and the challenges and the growth and all of the things in the in-between, right? So I highly suggest if you're new to the podcast, going back to the first season. This is the second season and we get a little bit deeper into some of those first season questions. It also doesn't go in order, so you can listen to any episode at any time and get the benefits from it. Uh, the, uh, Lessons are all lessons to me, and some of them I'm still learning from. Uh, A lot of them, actually. Uh, Today, because this is supposed to publish out on a Saturday, I wanted to go over different types of meditation with you. Now, some of my highest listened to... Uh, episodes have been ones about spirituality and my beliefs and how often I meditate and what meditations I use. Uh, And I don't really talk about the meditations that can be used. I've talked about chakras and finding your inner spaces that you can kind of find solace in a busy or hectic day and how you benefit from those things but I don't talk to you about the actual meditations that you can do and how you can access those meditations which is so important especially if you're novice you're a beginner you don't do it very often I uh, have been doing this for about 17 years I uh had mentioned briefly over the course of the last two years my mom is a spiritualist uh which is amazing and we are also blessed to have her expertise uh she offers it very freely, uh, and she set, she has this environment uh, around her where she has friends that specialize in the same things. She goes to different places that teach her lessons all the time about uh, being spiritual, and it's not so much religious, uh, although it can have connections too. Uh, it is more about finding what makes you tick, more about your own energy, and I uh, the episode that I've done on this and some of my curiosities with spirituality and uh, you know like the paranormal and things like that which really entice me uh, death I'm fascinated by death um, just the unknown of death uh, change I'm not good with change and I think that that has a lot to do with my fascination with death uh, just finding out um, you know what happens to you whenever you die Also, listen to, if you're new to the podcast, listen to um, the, the books that I read. Uh, on the podcast. They're separate from the podcast content, but will give you a good idea as to why I am so curious about the unknown. Uh, And I think a lot of people are, even if they don't like to talk about it. I think that's why a lot of people can be afraid of the dark sometimes or going in the woods at night. It's because they don't know what's there. And if you don't know what's there, it could be good or bad, but you don't want to take the chance that it's bad, right? And I think that that is exactly where we're all at in the headspace to an extent. Some of us are willing to admit it and some of us aren't, right? So... Whenever I talk about meditation, a lot of people think that, like, I'm having a seance somewhere, and that's not that's not how meditation works, right? And then I take for granted a lot because I've been raised by it for so long uh, with it being so deep in my family that I take for granted that not everybody knows as much about meditating as I do. And I'll just start freely talking about it or getting ready to go and do it or something like that. And I am looking at someone else looking at me like that is such a weird practice. Like, why do you think it's weird? You know, it's it's definitely something that I uh, try to talk about pretty often on the podcast just because it is part of living such a relaxing um, you know, throwing that favor of relaxation that you can into the cycle of life, uh, of your own life. And if you don't do it, you know, it is cheating yourself out of something that is so easy to do. And you know, it doesn't take very long and it's not like you're sacrificing hours of your day. Uh, although if you get good at it, uh, like I'd like to think that I am, Uh, then you can use it as an escape mechanism. That's so good for you. It's good for your health in so many different ways. And... It helps you deal with things and find the answers to stuff. Sometimes I will need some ideas. I'm trying to be innovative and I'll hit a brick wall, you know, and I'll go meditate and sometimes ideas will come to me or my imagination. Sometimes I'll be in a bad spot. Now I'll, I'll be feeling a certain way or stressed out. And if I am meditating, I can imagine that, you know, I'm at a different place or you know doing different things with a different group of people and you know sometimes you can even get so deep with that that it gets philosophical and you start asking questions and then those questions have questions and if you've been listening to me for a while also particularly last couple episodes I highlight my curiosities a lot. I actually watch uh, um, you know some YouTubes on curiosities uh, just to make sure that I'm not the only person Uh, one of the most curious things that I I do is I watch shows about abandoned houses uh, because I want to know where they came from I want to know where they've been all of those kind of things right and so that's what I mean by curiosities um, and things that you could be afraid of because you don't know what they mean right Uh, and so I'm on a website called MBG Mindfulness, and I'm going to talk to you about the different types of meditations, and being said, this is supposed to come out on a Saturday, maybe you'll listen to it on Sunday, or whenever you have some free time, or maybe you can leaf back to it when you have some time open, and you can write down what these meditations are, and pick one or two that would be good for you, and then start YouTubing them, and figuring out whether or not you want to make them a part of your regular lifestyle, and I'll do the same thing. Like I oftentimes will do a guided meditation or I won't even need to do guided meditation. Sometimes I uh, will miss home and home to me, um, you know, when when my family was living in my dad's house, it was built into a mountain and growing up, I remember some of the most comfortable times was when we knew we were getting a, uh, and this sounds crazy, but th- Picture it, I'm a child, okay? Um, <laughs> is when it was a windy, really cold uh, night, like blizzarding, which is very often in the mountains of Pennsylvania. And it, it, we had a tree beside my bedroom window, and I, you know, of course, it didn't have any leaves on it, and the sticks from the tree because of the wind would hit my window. And sometimes it was petrifying. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. But sometimes uh, the wind would whistle through that tree. And you would hear the, you know, you would hear the sounds of a blizzard happening outside. So sometimes, this is gonna sound kind of crazy. But sometimes when I am homesick, and I miss my family, there is an ambiance that's on YouTube and it's for 10 hours and it's a black screen and it's the sounds of a blizzard. they also have like the sounds of New York if like you couldn't go to sleep without the sound of sirens or the subway and things like that. And so I realized when I found that, that I'm not the only person who needs that calm space of their youth, right? And it wasn't just blizzards that make me calm, obviously. But knowing that that tool is out there, I will go into my spiritual room. I'll put on the sounds of the blizzard on a 104 degree weather day here in Florida and I will sit there and I will close my eyes and I will find a quiet spot within me. It could be chaos outside and I'll have a million things going on on my to-do list, a bunch of projects that will be due and not enough time to finish them. I will have errands that I need to run but if I take 10 minutes and I go and I silence my mind and I listen to the sound of the blizzard uh, that's on YouTube, Uh, it brings me to this place of calmness, gratitude, and clarity. And that clarity helps kind of do the roadmap for the way that I'm going to be the rest of the day. And that's just one example of different meditations. Like I said, sometimes I just, sometimes I am lonely and I do an imaginative meditation where I am, you know, in the most beautiful place and I'm doing the funnest things You know, or sometimes I'll meditate just for clarity. Like, I just want to know that everything's going to be okay. Sometimes we're our own worst enemies and we can be so hard on ourselves. I've told you guys before, I have a strand of perfectionism that runs through me and I am a really harsh critic of myself. And so sometimes when I go and meditate, it takes me right out of that mindset and puts me in a more communal mindset where everybody is learning everybody is on this revolving wheel everybody is growing and you know kind of expanding their horizons by doing different things and that failure is a part of the process And so, um, you know, it seems like it's such a simple and free thing to do. But meditation is so important. A lot of the lists that I do on this podcast talk about meditations and why they're important. But again, I take for granted that a lot of people don't know what they are and what they mean and how good they could be for you. Uh, I think that it's part of the age that we live in where it's such a common thing to talk about. Like, hey, have you meditated today? Or did you meditate before work? Or this, that, and the other thing. But then I start to think, is it just me? You know, it is a a common thing for people who do yoga or Pilates and they think that that is the only way that you can do it or that you have to be... You know, a hundred pounds soaking wet to be able to practice meditation, which is not true either. You know, you can be any shape or size or mentality and it can bring you an awareness of what you bring to the table every day. And it's not taught in school. That's one of the things too, that's a big mystery and question mark, is that you would think that this self-control that you establish when you lead a life where you're meditating often... Uh, that people would teach you this. This would be more important than a lot of the things that you would learn in school. but, I think that we'll get there someday, but we're not there quite yet. Uh, there's apps for it, where you can download it, and, and my watch does it now. It will say, you know, you need to stop, you need to set back, you need to breathe. You just need to have some mindful breathing techniques, and even something that simple is a form of meditation. So that's what we're going to talk about today, and like I said, hopefully you'll hear something that resonates with you, and you'll be able to YouTube it. YouTube is my best friend. You can look up anything on there and it will guide you through it or go into this type of meditation and why you might think it's good for you or you might want to try something else. In the meander, I will talk to you about different ones that I try and different experiences that I've had and hopefully we can all learn together about some different types of meditation right after this break. Thank you so much for sitting through that break. I uh, appreciate all of you who sit and listen to it week after week, time after time. Today, I'm talking to you about meditation and the different types of meditation that are out there and how to practice them. I've talked to you about this before. This is actually a segue from the last episode, not the podcast last episode, but the last meditation episode, because I got so many different listens on that and so much great feedback. I wanted to blow it up a little bit further. I talked about chakras, remember? And I talked about the different colors and what they mean. And then I talked about vibrational energy. Vibrational energy is something I'm pretty passionate about because it's in everything. It's in things that are as simple as the guitar and the strings of the guitar and making music that is so delightful to listen to. You don't think about vibrations being a concept factor in that, but it sure is. So today, I'm talking to you about meditation because even though we've talked about it before, I think that it comes up so often in the different lessons on living your best life, being your happiest self. And it's something that I do often, but it's not something that I'm an expert on. I mean, I don't know. I've not practiced all 12 of these that I'm about to go over with you. And again, I'm on a website called MBG Mindfulness. And I'm reading an article on the 12 major types because I'm learning along with you. So, meditation is a practice of focusing the mind and developing awareness to help achieve clarity and calm. It is widely recognized for its incredible benefits, including reducing stress and anxiety, improving sleep and concentration, and increasing overall happiness. There are many styles of meditation that offer different ways to redirect your focus and attention. There's not one universally accepted best type. It's about finding what works for you. And today I'm going to talk to you about the 12 key types of meditation to start exploring. So number one is the one that i got started with and something that was an awesome segue for me uh, because it teaches you as you go i don't need to listen to these anymore because i do my own but it's definitely a great jump off spot if you're interested in getting into meditation and it is the guided meditation in guided meditation a teacher leads you through the practice either in person or via an app or course I prefer YouTube. If you put in guided meditation in YouTube, a million of them will come up for every single mode of mood that you're in. All the way to the the binaural beats that I've talked to you guys about before that cure headaches and alleviate arthritis and sinus issues and things like that. You can do it to bless your home. You can do it all kinds of different ways. And YouTube has a slew of them that are available that a lot of people don't know about. This type of meditation is perfect for beginners as the teacher's expert guidance can help you get the most out of a new experience. Number two, mantra meditation. In mantra meditation, you focus your attention on a mantra, a word, a phrase, or a syllable. This is a good approach for those days when the thoughts and feelings seem completely overwhelming as it gives your brain something else to focus on. It's also thought to increase the vibrations associated with the mantra, helping you enter a more positive and deep state of being. Again, this is the type of meditation that I'll use when life is just absolutely crazy, right? I've told you before that I am a multitasker. I also hold myself to a certain standard. And I oftentimes will find that the chaos in the midst of all of that will drive myself crazy unless I bring myself back in and I do a good mantra meditation, right? So their advice on how to practice this is choose a mantra that resonates with you. It may be a self-affirmation such as, I am worthy. Or it may be a simple chat such as, um... Repeat the mantra over and over again for a few minutes, and each time you get distracted, don't worry about it. Just draw your focus back once more to the mantra. Number three is a spiritual meditation. It's the mindful practice of believing in and connecting to something that is greater, vaster, and deeper than the individual self. In this meditation, you're trusting that there's something bigger out there and that everything happens for a reason. For me, the spiritual meditation is very special. It's very sacred. I do spiritual meditations before the full moon. At the time of recording this, we're actually having a full moon uh, in less than 24 hours. So I will be getting my candles out. I will be saying a prayer first. I will be doing a whole thing and it's going to be a spiritual meditation. I do it every full moon, which is usually every month. And I connect it with different horoscopes and things like that. I know that you're probably thinking, Evelyn, you hippie. But uh, in all the time that I've been doing this, I've also, you know, gotten answers to some of those curiosities that hopefully someday I am confident enough to share with you. Um, But uh, I've gotten all kinds of different gifts from different people who practice all different kinds of uh, spiritual meditations from all over the world. And I use those during the full moon to put out intentions for the well-being of others and myself and um it can be an outer worldly experience it's a very special experience that i i hold close to my heart to practice it as far as the article goes uh you sit in silence with the awareness on breath and you repeat affirmations focused on surrender and trust such as i am conscious and aware i let everything simply be as it is in this moment Or, I live in my creator and my creator lives in me. Number four, present moment meditation. Present moment or mindfulness meditation trains us to move from thinking to sensing. Rather than dwelling on the past or dreading in the future, this meditation encourages you to become aware of your immediate surroundings or experience, crucially, without any judgment. It urges us not to get attached to our thoughts, but rather just allow them to be. How to practice this? Mindfulness meditation is something that you can do almost anywhere. Bring your awareness to the physical sensations of the breath and body, the rising and falling of the abdomen and chest, or feeling of the breath as it travels in and out of your nostrils and mouth. You could also bring focus to any sounds or smells around you once you feel settled bring your awareness to the thoughts and emotions letting them come and then letting them go imagine each thought is like a cloud moving across a clear blue sky and always changing number five transcendental meditation transcendental meditation involves sitting with your eyes closed for 20 minutes twice a day repeating a specific and personal mantra or set of words given to you by a transcendental meditation teacher. The ultimate goal is to transcend or rise above the person's current state of being. How to practice this? Find a qualified transcendental meditation teacher to initiate you into the meditation technique with a mantra. This mantra is decided by a complex set of factors including the year the practitioner was born and the year the teacher was trained. Sit twice a day for 20 minutes repeating this mantra. Now, as you know, I looked into Transcendental Meditation. I had met up with a teacher. It was all going very good. Uh, And then uh, COVID spiked again and haven't been able to meet up with them since. Uh, So it's kind of a work in progress on my journey for Transcendental Meditation. And um, I look forward to not only seeing them again, but practicing the other types of meditation in the meantime. So notice I didn't have a story for the the last one that we did (laughs) because I haven't tried it yet. Um, Number six is Vipassana meditation. This meditation technique is also called insight meditation. It involves sitting in silence focusing on the breath and noting any and all physical or mental sensations that arise the idea is to find insight into the true nature of reality which vipassana teaches is suffering by examining all aspects of your existence multi-day retreats are a popular way to dive deeper into this practice. So sorry about that word. (laughs) Just for those of you who are taking notes at home, it's VIPASSANA. That is a type of meditation that obviously I have not tried before. You know what I think is really interesting though is there's a lot of breath work that's involved in meditation and different types of meditations require different types of breath work. So like fluffer breath is one that is, it really gets your vibration high. It really gets you, um, you know, it it takes you away from that. There's another one that is so deep that you're holding it for so long that you actually stop losing, like you start losing sensation of certain parts of your body. Uh, because you're you're clenching them and you're getting them real tight and then you're releasing and you're letting them go and just that act of crunching everything up and then releasing it is giving you like um a, a sense of um like almost it it's it's hard to describe you lose that feeling in that part of your body and it Brings the focus into everything that's on your mind and kind of molecularizes it. Like it, it pulls everything apart analytically. Um, it's really neat. But anyway, they keep talking about the breath work. And I think that that's so important, even if they don't mention it as a side item. I definitely want to be the person to do that. How to practice this? You sit quietly and concentrate on the breath as it moves through the body. Let all emotions, sensations, thoughts, and sounds arise without getting attached to them. Label any distraction, for example, like a bird chirping, and return your focus to the breath. Number seven, meta meditation. Also known as the loving kindness meditation. In this practice, you bring down your awareness to the people in your life, both near and far, known and unknown liked or disliked and direct positive energy and thoughts towards them it's a wonderful technique for decreasing anger and increasing understanding positivity and compassion how do you practice this you find a comfortable position and with your eyes closed bring your awareness to the chest to the heart center as you breathe in imagine you're breathing in warmth compassion and unconditional love for yourself And as you breathe out, imagine that you're directing that warmth, compassion, and unconditional love to the people around you. Start with close friends or relatives and move out to directing it to neutral acquaintances and those you don't particularly like right now. Number eight, the chakra meditation. This is the one that I went over with you a couple episodes ago. This meditation is used to keep the body's seven chakras or energy centers open, aligned, and fluid It's based on the idea that blocked or unbalanced chakras can cause a negative physical or mental ailment that, by meditating on them, we can bring ourselves back into harmony. How to practice this? Become familiar with the chakras and their corresponding properties and quantities. Spend time resting your awareness on the chakras that you feel you need to bring into balance. Concentrate on the bodily location of each chakra and picture energy flowing through that area that is the color of that chakra. There's more details on this meditation that is tailored to the themes of each chakra. And if you guys are friends of mine on my Life Over Matter podcast page, I definitely have a couple maps of different chakras of the colors and what they mean, but it's easily Googleable. You can put it in Google the chakras, and it will give you the colors and what they mean. And then you can apply them to whatever meditation that you would like to do for the chakra meditation. Number nine is the yoga meditation. Just as there's different types of meditation, there are many styles of yoga. Some types, such as Kundalini, focus on using meditative techniques to strengthen and relax the nervous system. You can bring a meditative awareness to any yoga style or class simply by focusing on the breath and present. How to practice. While well, taking any yoga posture keep your awareness on the breath and the physical sensations in the present moment. Each time you find the mind wandering to thoughts gently draw it back once more. The corpse pose which is Savasana takes all the yoga classes to a different height and it, because it's the best pathway for meditation. It uh, is the last move in most yoga classes so if you've ever taken a yoga class before you've done the corpse pose and it's the way that they close out a lot of yoga classes number 10 and probably one of my most favorite is the candle gazing meditation candle gazing is a type of meditation which you keep your eyes open and focused on a point or object frequently the flame of a lit candle objects such as crystals could also be used This practice helps bring energy to the third eye chakra and can increase concentration. Sit comfortably with your gaze focused on a single object such as a candle, a tree, or crystal. And with relaxed eyes, try your level best not to blink. Maintain focus until your eyes begin to feel uncomfortable. And then close your eyes and keep the image of the object in your mind's eye. Then open your eyes and start again. Number 11, and another one that I use very often. So um, there's a ton of these that you can use. I actually posted one in this podcast at one point. A visualization meditation. This is number 11. In visualization meditation, you picture something or someone in your mind to the exclusion of everything else. It can feel challenging, but it's no different really than focusing on the breath or body. Frequent visualization can help you manifest the things that you want in life by staying focused and pouring energy into them. How to practice closing the eyes and sitting comfortably bring to mind someone or something that you either want or have negative feelings around that you want to let go of keep your focus here and keep it returning each time the mind wanders observe too any physical sensations that may arise such as bodily heat in response to anger do not get attached continue only to observe it's one of my favorite ones Number 12, become the observer meditation. In this meditation, you bring your awareness completely but impartially to the self and observe your thoughts, feelings, patterns, and behaviors. Through this focus, you'll begin to learn more about yourself and from that awareness, be able to affect any change that you may need or want to see in your life. How do you practice this? You can do this meditation anytime, anywhere, simply by bringing the awareness inward. Observe your mind as if from the outside, becoming completely conscious of your thoughts and behaviors, but remaining completely impartial and non-judgmental. Be a witness to your experience. Whichever meditation style you choose, doing it regularly will lead to the best results. Try a technique every day for 10 days and see how you feel at the end. And remember, you can't meditate wrong, so don't worry if the mind is busy. It's very normal. Meditation is not about forcing the mind into stillness, but rather redirecting the focus and attention in order to give yourself a little break. It's by Lily Silverton. Uh, It is a supermoon that's coming this week. So I will be doing the meditation, uh, spiritual meditation, like I said. Uh, but again, not everybody has to do that. like as I sit here and I'm doing this podcast episode, I have ambiance in the background that's a fire with a lake uh, and I'll keep that going. Uh, and oftentimes in my house when I'm cooking or something like that and I can't be watching TV while most people have like mindless shows on I think that's normal when they're cooking or cleaning or whatever, I'll have some of these ambiance backgrounds on and I've talked to them about I've talked to you guys about them before. I go as far as to get, um, essential oils. They sell a lot of them on Amazon that will capture a certain mood. Uh, I did during quarantine and I've talked about it on here before. I did, um, like drive-in movie nights and I had all the old, uh, on Amazon Prime, they have for free all the old drive-in movie commercials. And I have a projector. So I put up on the projector, and then I got these essential oils that smelled like popcorn and Coca Cola, and it would be a completely themed uh, drive in movie experience. I had food on the grill, like it was happening. Uh, The nachos, um, we found low carb uh, nachos online, and we did a whole thing with that, and like some refried beans and everything. It was awesome. Um, but there are different head spaces. That's the point of all of it. Meditation, it goes beyond the 12 types. Uh, you can put yourself in a different headspace, and it's really healthy for you to be able to process and be creative and be imaginative and muster up the guts to do things that think outside the box. And that's the key. And something that I'm finding over and over and over again in some of these lessons that I, I go over with you is the, the, the risks that you take are worth it. They're outside of the comfortable zone. And, and that's how you innovate and things like that. You know, whenever I was growing up, um, one of the best memories of my dad was when he would come back from cutting the grass. Sounds simple, right? He would have freshly cut grass all over his feet and his legs. And all he would want after a day of cutting the grass is a tall, cold beer. Like I just remember that so vividly. And to this day, when I'm driving down the street or when it happens here, when I, when I smell really strong, freshly cut grass, it makes me think of my dad. And so there is an oil for that. I got an oil that is fresh cut grass. And that's what it smells like. And it's one of our favorites around here i'll put it on and uh you know it's it's crazy uh because you don't think that something like that would smell so good but it really does um and i mean i've got wood so if i've got like a camping themed evening uh which this stuff doesn't happen all the time but we were quarantined we were starting to run out of ideas of uh not, how not to get bored you know and um We would grill the food out, right? And then make the house smell like burning wood, uh, like a campfire. And then I would put the projector on so that it looked like we were in a tree house. And then we would, you know, watch movies and pretend like we were camping, even though movies aren't too often at camp. Uh, it just is a different way of taking your headspace someplace that it is different, right? And uh, sometimes, like I said before in a different episode at some point, I uh, if I'm having a stressful day or something, sometimes I'll just back up, turn my mind off for just a second, take myself to a different place, do a couple deep breathing exercises, which is phenomenal and a form of meditation. And then I go back to what I'm doing and I've got more clarity and focus and you know, I'm just ready to rock and roll again. Sometimes when you do the transcendental meditation, I discussed this previous also, you can add an extra four hours of your day's productivity uh, in by doing so. I think that the knack is believing that you're able to do so, having more faith in your creativity and your innovative techniques, and being open to expressing how it makes you feel to yourself. You know, Um, if you experience that mindfulness and you're cognizant of everything around you but then you can turn it off and you can look at what's on the inside and breathe through that it's definitely a um it's a remarkable thing to be able to do with yourself and a gift that you can that you can continually give to yourself i have gotten a lot better with meditating and choosing which meditation i want to do sometimes i blend a few of them you know um Sometimes with the spiritual meditations, I will blend in a visual meditation, a visualization meditation, or I will do breathing techniques, right? And I will rope in some chakra exercises. So, and this is just because I have a lot of experience in these types of meditations. So if you start looking into it now, you'll be able to also do the same thing. Like I said, I'm no expert, I am still learning today. I learned a lot in this episode and I hope that you did too. Um, I am definitely going to be practicing a couple of these just on the side, especially like that candle one I didn't know about. Um, just some interesting, uh, you know, I think that as we go along and it's more mainstream, to meditate and it's becoming a little bit more common and people are getting used to it being thrown around a little bit more than it was before, I think that we're also going to figure out new ones. We're going to uh, find different ways that our brains are just stronger than we give them credit for. And it's not about the left side or the right side as much as it is about uh, what you're powerful, like what what you're able to do. Uh, And one of those things is just stepping outside the box for a second and taking some deep breaths. Anyhow, I hope that you have an amazing Saturday, or whenever it is that you listen to this, and I really appreciate you spending this time with me. Until next time, which is every Saturday and Wednesday, by the way, uh, I hope that you have an amazing morning, a wonderful afternoon, and a good night.